Libby Sargent peered round her easel in the window of her friend Fran's cottage. Hmm? Fran wandered in from the kitchen with an enamel jug full of flowers. Down at the inn by the sloop. Libby stood up and leaned out of the open window. There's a police car and... What's a blue and yellow car? Eh? Fran came forward and leaned over Libby's shoulder. Oh, Coast Guard, I think. I didn't hear the lifeboat, did you? No, but they don't always send up a flare, you know. Anyway, perhaps the lifeboat hasn't gone out. Fran turned away from the window and looked round for somewhere to put the jug. Much as I love my fireplace, she said, I wish it had a mantelpiece. Libby turned round. Instead of a bloody great wooden lintel, I know which I'd prefer. I just need somewhere to put my flowers. Fran sighed and put the jug on the hearth. I also need some more furniture. Oh, look, said Libby suddenly. The lifeboat had gone out. It's on its way back. Abruptly, the window went dark. Oh, dear, said Libby and Fran together as the ambulance passed the cottage. Shall we go and have a look, said Libby, wiping a brush on a piece of rag. Libby! Fran looked shocked. Don't be such a ghoul. Anyway, we wouldn't be allowed to get near the place. We could go to the sloop for lunch, suggested Libby, hopefully. The sloop will be cordoned off. And the blue anchor? No, Libby, really, you're incorrigible. Fran went back towards the kitchen. If you're going to behave like this, I shan't let you paint from my window any more. Libby grinned and turned back to the easel, knowing this was an empty threat. She'd been painting pictures of this view for years without having been inside. Both she and Fran had owned pictures of this view as children, and now Fran actually lived here. How's Guy? she asked now, considering where to position the next blob of white cloud. Okay, I think. You think? Don't you know? I'm still trying to keep him at arm's length, said Fran, and held up the kettle. Tea, coffee? Tea, please. But why? Why am I keeping Guy at arm's length? I told you before I moved here. If I wasn't careful, he'd have moved in within a week and I want time on my own. You can't really feel much for him, then? Libby stabbed at her painting. Hello, Pot. Who are you calling black? Ben and I are, what's it called, living together apart or something. We've got our own spaces. Well, so have Guy and I. But you never see him. I do so. Fran put a pretty bone-china mug on the windowsill in front of Libby. Almost every day. And he's been very helpful with things like tap washers and radiators. Taking advantage, said Libby with a sniff. Not at all. He notices things when he's round here and offers to put them right. Libby swung round to face her friend. And are you still keeping him at arm's length in the bedroom? Libby! Fran's colour rose and she turned away. Look, we've had conversations like this in the past, and I know how difficult it all is, but for goodness sake. You've known him for a year now, and I can't believe he's still hanging on in there. He's still an attractive man, and you're no spring chicken, pardon the cliché. Well, thanks. Fran sat down in the armchair beside the Inglenook fireplace. Oh, you know me, shrugged Libby with a sigh. Speaks me mind. I had noticed. Fran stared down into her coffee mug. As it happens, he has got past the bedroom door. No, 
She held up a hand to stop Libby. I'm not saying anything else. We respect each other's space. He'd still like to be around here every night, but I really do want to savour this experience on my own for a bit. She looked round the room with a smile. It's just like a fairy tale. I still can't quite believe it. Libby regarded her with an indulgent expression. Well, I'm glad to hear it, she said. You deserve your cottage and you deserve Guy. Mind you, I don't know how you kept it from me. We don't live round the corner from each other any more, that's why, and Guy lives almost next door. Guy Wolfe lived above his small art gallery and shop, a few yards along Harbour Street from Fran's Coast Guard cottage. You might know what's going on by the sloop, said Libby, turning to peer out of the window again. The ambulance is still there. Fran sighed. Drink your tea and we'll go and see if Guy knows anything, she said. You'll never settle otherwise.